Welcome to another Daily Takeaway. It's Bush and Richie here. Um, are you uh, much of a uh, bird watcher? Do you know what? I used to be when I was a kid. I used to draw them and everything. I used to absolutely love it. And uh, then we, we did. We went bird watching recently in Two Tree Island in South, South End, Leon Sea, and I was a bit like, they don't really do much. <laughs> a bit disappointing. Uh, do you know what has always been a good show is... The old winter watch with Chris Packham. Then oh, you get yeah. spring watch and autumn watch and all that kind of thing. Well, winter watch on at the moment and uh, it's caused a bit of a stir because the British Trust for Ornithology has been locked out of its Twitter account uh-huh. during the big garden bird watch that is going on during winter watch. Oh, yeah. This is because... Well, what have they done? <laughs> they've been locked out by Twitter because uh, the bird that is the focus of this year's Big Garden Bird Watch is the woodcock. And oh. they are repeatedly tweeting about the woodcock uh, and that has alerted Twitter's algorithms and they've locked them out. Oh. They also locked out Michaela Strachan, really? co-host of... Winter Watch. Now, they've let her come back in. <laughs> They're still checking out the um, the guys at the British Trust for Ornithology. It's hard to say, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. You, you dread to think what's going to happen when blue tits are in season, do you know what I mean? <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Tell you what, it's transfer deadline day. That's the official music of transfer deadline yeah. day. Uh, obviously, at the moment, I think the fax machine has ground to a halt at Everton's Finch Farm HQ. I, d- I think there's a problem with it. They've got a bloke out to come and fix it. But I'm sure once that's back moving again, Everton will be signing players oh, left, right and centre. It's only a matter of time. Uh, but, you know, transfer deadline day, uh, final day of the football transfer window where a lot of things come in and out. Panic to get players in and shift players out to make room for them. But what about your life? What about the ins and outs of your life as we kind of... Have we seen the back of January yet? No, there's still... We're still in January. This, this, are, yeah. The running theme of this show since we've been back <laughs> for the new year is that January will never end. So you might have got a bit of a new start. So we want to know on home time in this first hour of the show from you guys this evening what's come into your life and what's going out of your life. So for me, start of a brand new year, the bike is back in, yeah, which is seen, a good thing. So yeah. I've started cycling again, which is great because I've had this problem with me back, so it's been ages, but I'm back on it, which is good. Shifting out, nighttime chocolate biscuits. Oh. I've been getting into a lot of... Watching telly in the evening and eating, Katie will buy, you know, like Lidl and Aldi do, outrageous knockoff. Yes. Like mainstream biscuits. <laughs> yeah. uh, like a, a chocky, chocky chicky cat. <laughs> and we've just been sitting there and eating them, so we're just trying to stop it. Although we've been eating biscuits before we started the yeah, show. Yeah, it's going to sound really well. Uh, but that, that's different. not a nighttime one, it's an afternoon one, isn't it? It's all in the, the, the devil's in the detail. Absolutely. Uh, Richie, what's coming in and out of your life? Uh, outgoing, uh, first of all, uh, a squad member, one of the coffee outlets that I go to pre-show, I'm oh. having to transfer out because I had an off latte yesterday. That was quite the scene during our meeting, wasn't oh, it? I, can't, I don't think I've stopped talking about it for 24 hours. It's so horrible. He was spitting like you do if you sit on the bottom <laughs> step of a nightclub so alleyway bad. if you're feeling ill. I've told every single person I've met about it, but I'm not going to name them on air. Uh, and coming in, two new frying pans. Two? <laughs> be made of money. <laughs> no, well, you've got to have different. There's got to be a size difference in those. Size difference. Quite a big size difference, yeah, absolutely. Though, right? So one of them is more your omelette size, one's more your scrambled egg size, uh, but the, 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 the non stick bis has, has gone in the other one. So, so um, you, you, you're swapping out one frying pan for two new ones? No, two have gone at the same time. Wow, there's a lot going on. <laughs> they refuse to speak to the press on the way out of your training camp. <laughs> no, uh, they've gone household waste. Is that what they've done? Yeah, they have, yeah. What a brutal end to the day. Sorry. The, the night of long knives. <laughs> Adam says, done deal, out, four pairs of trainers I haven't worn for years, in, £55 new pair of shoes from eBay. 
Used to be in a, a trainer squad, rebuild for the next window. Wow. It's the uh, home time radio transfer deadline day today. So what's come in and what is going out of your life, tell us about it. It's a brave decision what he's made there, four out for one in, because he's going to go through that one quicker if he's wearing them as much as he did the four. Unless they're better quality. And he's well, bought four pairs of... He must have. He must be like Amelda Marcos. Yeah. He's got that many shoes. Uh, this, this is... <laughs> I liked it. Uh, this is an interesting one from Chris. New air fryer in, going out old air fryer. Now, I didn't think air fryers had necessarily been around long enough for one to be heading out of the doors today. He must have air fried the hell out of some (laughs) stuff recently. Bad news for air fryers, that one, personally. Uh, Breaking news, Dave says, in, Viz Comic, through the letterbox, out, Dolce Gusto machine, as I've dropped and cracked the water-holding thing. (laughs) Uh, Out goes the father-in-law, flying back to Scotland after a weekend visit. In comes my whiskey that I was hiding in the garage. Is he really hidden it in the garage from the father? Yes. I, I mean, I admire it, but that is, that's underhand, that, isn't it? <laughs> Fair play for coming on and saying that. Alan Horn says, out, nine-in-one air fryer, another air fryer on the way out. This is big news. Isn't it? It's wow. the, the bubble's bursting. Yeah. He says, in, currently working on a deal to bring in a new wireless earpiece. The old one refused to play ball. Negotiations ongoing with price and availability. Could go to the wire on this oh. one. Keep us posted on that. Have we got Richard on the line? Richard, mate, what's come in and gone on, gone out in your life so far? I've been in hospital since uh, 26th of December with influenza and complications. Oh, blimey. Didn't, didn't think I'd see January, but incoming curry in a big way. Haven't had a curry for, like, it seems forever since Christmas, you know? Oh, good lad. So, Richard, let's just clarify here. You were in hospital with influenza. It looked bleak, but you've you've rallied. You're OK now, and, and one further, you're going to have yourself a curry. Yeah, they sent me home today, so... Yeah, oh, so yeah, you, you are the outgoing, then? You are yeah, the one that's absolutely. going out? I'm the outgoing person. <laughs> oh, Richard, <laughs> and, uh, this is great news! Brilliant! Yeah. And curry, curry cheers everybody up, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Oh, uh, very intrigued. Just a uh, celebratory outpatient curry. Richard, what are yeah. you going to have? What are you going to treat yourself to this evening? With chicken... Uh, chicken curry... Um, Tikka masala, Madras. That's brave. After you know, obviously the medical people know that you're well enough to be out, and we are delighted for you, Richard. But if I if I'd spent over a calendar month in hospital, I think I'd be going butter chicken for my first curry. Yeah, absolutely. And then maybe a tipple as well, Richard, to celebrate your newfound freedom. Yeah, we've got bottles and bottles of wine here because I haven't drunk since before Christmas. So stop hard. Amazing. Hey, listen, that's, that's the best news of the, the day, of the whole show so far, so we're chuffed for you. Well done, Richard. Great stuff. Thanks very much. Some interesting stuff here. Amir says, air fryer in. Now, we've had a lot of air fryers oh, going we in. Oh, have, yeah. Starting the show. Old sofa out. I tell you what, an extremely good deal, she adds. Fair play. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. Curious combo of items. Uh, Carol, going out, uh, is the VW with the small bay window. Too small. Uh, now, oh. in comes a six-berth static caravan in countryside by Pub and Comfort. All right, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> what about that? Scott Proctor says, he doesn't say whether it's coming in or out, and I'm worried it's both, a harvester mixed grill. <laughs> Uh, please clarify, Scott. It's not as bad as we thought, is it? Uh, Gemma is on the line right now. Gemma, what's coming in and what's going out of your life? Uh, well, out is uh, my dressing room. Well, me and my husband's dressing room. We have got to out of it uh, because in the oven we have got twins. Wow. wow. So you have twins in the oven as we speak. Wow. Which is really exciting. But can we deal with the big news here? There is there is a household in 2023 that is not yeah. Downton Abbey that has yeah. 
a dressing room. Check you out. Who has that? <laughs> well, it's not a big fancy one, like, you see, like, you know, with all the fancy nice hanging stuff. It's just basically a room full of wardrobes of mine and my husband's. <laughs> Well, again, all right, Amelda Marcos sat there, 100 brushes of the hair before bed, like the olden days. Hey, so is it, are these your first children? You, you're not going to know what's no, hit you. No, we have, we have got a, a little five-year-old girl who's called Thea. Got Thea, what a fantastic name. My little girl's called Thea yeah. as well, so that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't want to steer you in any particular way of naming uh, your, your, your twins when they oh. arrive, but surely something to do with the Home Time show would yes. be, be honoured, so Home thank you very time. much. Home and Time. Definitely. Home and Time. That sounds like a good, good name for them. And we'll put it in the calendar. When are you due? Uh, May. Fantastic. Plenty of time to convert that dressing room. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's like good luck to us, eh? <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Exciting news. Well, kind of exciting. I've been asked to do a big talk at school. Oh, wow. <laughs> what, go back to your old school? No, no, or? no, 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 no. Reception year at school. At least you found your level. <laughs> you had to come in and talk to them about the radio. Oh, that's cute. It is going to be that's cute. cute. It is going to be cute. Um, I've got a week to prep this. Um, I'm a little bit... A little bit... Uh, my, my lad's going to be in the class. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's got any idea, really, actually, what Dad does. Sometimes we'll be in the car, apparently, and we'll, we'll hear the voice when they're listening to the show, and we'll go, Daddy! Yeah. But we won't really know how it gets there. So quite how this talk is... It's a big responsibility talking to a class. It is. I'm, I'm nervous on your, your behalf. Only because, you know, although I do this job now, I, I never really liked standing in front of people talking. Yeah. Like, groups like that, it's quite scary. Plus, you know what classrooms are like with, like, four- and five-year-olds... Uh, what am I going to be sitting on? I've got a horrible feeling I might crush one of their chairs. Those little, tiny, little mini chairs they've got. <laughs> yeah, in, so cute. In years to come. Do you remember the day that bloke came in and <laughs> one of those chairs collapsed under him as he talked about this thing called radio? Do you know what? That would make their year, though. You'd be a legend. <laughs> yeah. No matter what I said, Rocco's dad's chairs broke. That's That'd it. That would be really funny. That would be what a way to end the talk. What a thing, though. You always remember, like, the big talk at school or some, some kind of, like, guest assembly or someone who came into your classroom. Not just because I like trains. I remember a train driver coming in oh, and yeah. doing an assembly once, talking to people about safety around railways and not flying kites near overhead wires and don't throw things from bridges, obviously. So a, bit, like a that. montage of all the 1970s safety adverts. Exactly. Do you have a, a memorable talk at school? We had, we had, I remember specifically at GCSE level, we had two, uh, two people's nanas come in, mm. sit side by side, and we kind of intimidatingly sat around them in a circle, and they just told us about the Blitz. But See, went on for ages. But that would have been memorable. It was memorable, yeah. but they, they were like singing wartime songs. Oh, right. Which now that I'm into like learning about the Second World War, I wish I'd have taken some notice off. But we just <laughs> sit there and they were going like, I was on the Bakerloo <laughs> and you were on the Jubilee. Yeah. And we're like, what is going on with these two? Uh, Carl says, the Birdman, this sounds interesting. He came in and showed us photos he'd taken from around the world, then sold us prints of the photos. Wow. This was during primary school. It's highly possible the photos were stolen from the internet, as it wasn't very popular back in those days. I'm thinking local Walter Mitty type <laughs> character. Uh, Stephen has been on to say uh, Rob Andrew, ex-England rugby union oh, player, wow. came to our school, gave a motivational speech, felt like I'd run through a brick wall afterwards. Oh no, sorry, he could one run through brick walls. <laughs> 
So that's something that's quite crushing on Rob's chat. But it, either way, it was motivational. Uh, David's sharing with us Sir Quentin Thomas. You heard of him? No, never. Well, you have. He's the president of the British Board of Film Classification. You'll have seen his signature before every movie at the cinema. That sounds like quite a dry chat <laughs> from him. Fair on Sir Quentin. Uh, this, I love this. Josh has texted to say, uh, we had a guy called Mike Jackson come in and he would show tropical animals whilst playing... Same, playing some songs on the ocarina. What an assembly that would have been. I just That's blowing my mind because I don't know what the situation is there. <laughs> Mike Jackson. Uh, Adam, who visited your school? Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa came to your school. Are you sure? Absolutely. 100%. I went to the Abbey, the Abbey Catholic School in Erdington in Birmingham. Right. And we would have been about eight or nine years old. We were all good Catholic kids back then. Mm-hmm. Um... And we were told that a, we were having a special visit one afternoon. We all went and sat, a bit like one of your earlier ones, in an intimidating circle around these very frail, old-looking nuns. And it turned out this was Sister Teresa at the time, wow. who later became Mother Teresa. What about that? I mean, that's, that's, that's upwards of the Pope. I think that's an even bigger one than the Pope, isn't it, Mother Teresa? We also met the Pope. Hold on, get oh, out of town. On. What is this? He didn't come to our school, but when he came, when Pope John Paul did his tour of the UK, right. we were taken as part of a school trip to meet the Pope. What's it, St. Peter come in and do keepy uppies with a Coca-Cola ball? That as well, the Holy that, Trinity? That's, <laughs> yeah, go on then, push it if you want, but <laughs> that'd be stretching it a touch, I think. Adam, uh, I'm not saying that I don't uh, I don't believe you, but I've gone on to Google and I've typed in, did Mother Teresa visit Birmingham? Um, and yeah. on the 9th of September in 1992, she did. Wow. I, I know she did. I was there, I saw her. <laughs> you are blessed, aren't you? Literally wow. blessed. Literally. Uh, Paul is hanging on. Uh, he's actually done a school talk like Ooh. I've got to next Tuesday with the reception kids. Exciting. You've done one, yeah, Paul? Yeah, I did. So I used to manufacture sausage rolls. So uh, I was invited in uh, to do a little speech around manufacturing. So right. I thought I'd take a few ingredients in. Um, so I thought I'd challenge the children and ask them where some of the ingredients came from. And I was not expecting some of the answers. <laughs> <laughs> a learning process for everyone. I mean, I don't know about you. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be made up if someone came in and did a sausage roll making class <laughs> at school. Be, were the kids into it? I mean, because I love sausage rolls. Uh, they were, um, because you know, I, I took some video of sort of a bit of a manufacturing, so you could imagine sort of like a machine just churning out these sausage rolls. Um, but yeah, it was more intriguing about, you know, talking about, so I took a sample of pork in and asked him what animal it came from, and all these arms went up, and I asked one child, and he was like, chickens, and yeah. Do you know what, I know this is very well-meaning of you, but it's actually making me feel more nervous. I can't take in samples of pork. I haven't got a machine to show them on a video and all this kind of stuff. There's <laughs> very little to impress what, what, with. What can you bring in yeah. from the radio station? What What is there? Uh... Our printer probably, that hasn't worked for ages. Yeah. That's not really. That's not really going to do it. Purple mic, uh, prob- prob- probably sort of like a bit of video footage of you in the studio. Yeah, uh, yes. You know, with your, you know, you set up your microphone, your headphones, that sort of thing. And don't get them to ask questions. Yeah. 
That's my top tip. <laughs> challenge. This is the Daily Takeaway. Tuesday night's hometime show, Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. Uh, it's fair to say, Toasty Tuesday, uh, its its profile has gone through the roof yeah. in recent weeks. Even Sunday brunch have started doing a Toasty feature because of this feature here on the show. It's just an amazing thing. And it's reached Hollywood because it's an honour to welcome to the show the star of The Greatest Showman and the star of the screen and the stage is the brilliant Kiala Settle. Kiala, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well, thank you. And you? How long have you been in the United Kingdom now? You've, you've left America, you now live in London. Yeah. Almost year two. Just yes. in a couple of months, it'll be year two. And I'm very, very happy to say that I made, of course, the right choice for myself. Living my best life. But will the Absolute Radio audience choose to eat your toasty? What, what, what is this that we hear uh, that you want? <laughs> well, I've 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 had I've had advance notice from Bush. It's pretty special as to what this is. So you need to share with everyone what you want to put in front of us tonight. What we did growing up back home in Hawaii, and I think it still happens because it's been there for as long as I can remember. It was like all the really good mornings when we had time and we had family over. We would make this dish called spam eggs and rice, and wow. I don't know if. Uh, UK audiences know what spam is. They might do, they might not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it is a processed meat. It is sort of an oval-shaped can, a weird, overly-shaped sort of can. Uh, it's basically canned processed meat. You open it, and you sort of cut it into slices. Not le- not really like deli slices, but, you know, proper, like, you know, bacon slices are maybe a bit thicker. Right. And you would fry them like you would bacon, you know, in a frying pan, or if you do it in the oven, again, I know a lot of people have those ideas and theories as well but either way get it fried yeah and then uh you make scrambled eggs right and then you cook a fresh pot of sticky rice um and i thought it would be amazing to replace the sticky rice with toast and make it a toasty make amazing. it a salmon egg toasty so is this like a hawaiian delicacy would you say Oh, absolutely. Are you suggesting that we scramble egg before we put it in the toasty, or are we cracking an egg into the toasty <laughs> with the spam inside the bread and then letting the breville do the wonder? That's what I think. I think, the, to be fair, I think you should scramble the egg and put the spam in it as you're scrambling it and then put all of that on top of the bread maybe or maybe you do it the second way i mean there's really no rules at this point is there all we know is that, that um there's gonna be the, the hawaiian tourist board is going to be uh, ringing, ringing off the hook with people booking holidays over there for this <laughs> and the other thing we know is it won't be us that's cleaning it <laughs> well kiala we cannot wait to try this we're going to call it a hollywood toasty because obviously kiala is from the, oh the world of hollywood <laughs> that's what it is we're going to give it a try tonight on home time a spam and egg whatever variety that is toasty thank you so much <laughs> This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Now, so much of the success and failure of this show is down to the wider team, and uh, heading that up is our producer, Adem. Uh, whether we the have Sammy a... Lee of Home Time, yeah, in very much so. And whether we have a good day or a bad day depends very much on uh, whether he's having a good day or a bad day. Now, he's, he's on one hand, he giveth and taketh. Because I heard that rumour. He... <laughs> 
<laughs> he's he's going to bought us a tin can opener because, of course, we're going to need that for the spam. I think that's bitten us in the bum before. You'd think yeah. there'd be one in the building, but yeah. there isn't. Exactly. So, well, well done, done him. But don't congratulate him too quickly because he hasn't been able to find spam, so he's bought us a tin of chopped pork. Oh, my. What on earth is that? <laughs> I didn't even know that was available in tin form. That looks like ration from the Eastern <laughs> Front during the Second World War. So, do we still... I mean, it's, I oh, think it's still mate. staying as close as possible to uh, uh, Kiala's recipe. Chop pork and scratch. Kiala's be kicking off about this. It's the furthest. This ain't Hawaiian. It ain't Hawaiian at all. <laughs> right, we're going to cook it then. Next. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Home time on a Tuesday night with Bush and Richie. It's Toasty Tuesday. It's been a tough couple of weeks uh, for this night because I think this time last week we were we had the smells of corned beef hash waft, wafting around. <laughs> yeah. This time, thank you to uh, Hollywood superstar, the star of The Greatest Showman, Kiala Settle, who's got in touch to tell us a Hawaiian recipe that she said we must try, which is Spam plus scrambled egg, but with a bit of a difference tonight on Home uh, Time. Yeah, yeah, chopped pork in a tin is all we could find in the local supermarket. Market. We've got the scrambled egg though. Um, the way we did that was scramble the egg and then tip it into the uh, toasted machine. Can I just say that the pork, when we opened the tin, mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like it before no, in my entire life. It didn't look life. good, did it? It looked like something from the Second World War. So the smell I'm getting at the moment in the studio is 95% dog food. However, I think that the egg in the toasting machine has come out really well. When you think about it, what is a, a toasting machine if it's not a folded frying pan? So I Never do, thought about that I do think we actually do have... Stop putting off eating it. <laughs> you haven't even picked yours up yet. I know, but you, you're just delaying. All right, here we go. Three, two... Are you actually going to eat this? I'm really I've concerned with this. I've just got a, f- a feeling that you're going to say, go on, Rich, eat it. You won't, you won't try it. Here we go. <laughs> pork toasting. It's really porky. It's really porky. It's out of Hang on. Sorry. Can I just say, Kiala Settle's a lovely lady. She's a classy lady. That's not but good. whatever they're doing over in Hawaii, they need to sort their act out. Because it ain't all pineapple on pizzas, that's for sure. First one I've gobbed out. Oh. This is the Daily Takeaway. Ever been locked out of Twitter? I, I I just ask because you you seem like the kind of person that, that has got a good lockout in them. What are you saying? Well, as you were, as you were saying this, <laughs> I was thinking what they they have been locked out for using that word. Yeah, I've said what much worse than that. Some of the stuff that I've seen you say. I know for so threats. Matter of time, but what if if I inevitably do get locked out of Twitter, and so it's only a matter of time it's going to happen. I'm going to pass notes to you. Can you be my spokesperson? <laughs> That'd be so good. <laughs> I don't know. How I haven't. All it takes is.